Hey guys, it's Evan from Empire State Conservatives Podcast. Just reminding you to check us out on Instagram at GetRedPillNY, on Facebook at Empire State Conservatives, on YouTube at Empire State Conservative Network, on Twitter at Empire State Cons, and on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Overwatch at Empire State Conservatives Podcast. And make sure you check out our store for all snowflake melting merch at EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com slash store. Enjoy this episode. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Empire State Conservatives Podcast, episode 126. It is me, your host Evan, with the All-American Conservative, Solomon Tack, and all of the best-looking dudes I could find here to tickle your political pickle and remind everyone that Joe Biden is still brain-dead and Bernie Sanders is still a communist prick. America has been infected with panic over coronavirus, guys. Absolute insanity going on. There is no toilet paper anywhere except for right here. You know, like, Jesus Christ, everything's shutting down. We have no sports, no bars, no nothing. My life is just sitting on the couch and watching TV. I'm saying the Disneyfication of New York is over, everyone. At the stroke of midnight, your Lexus is going to turn back into a hot pile of rats fighting over a human finger. Some guy got stabbed in England over toilet paper. People are fighting over paper towels. It's pure insanity, so we are here to kind of calm everybody down and bring you back down to earth. For that, guys, around the room, we have Gabe Montalvo, we have Ricky Rebel, we have the gym status, we have Solomon Tack, who is trying to put on a mask but failing very badly, and everyone's (laughs) favorite conservative in New York, Christopher Wright. Guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. This is the coalition that I am building to save the world from coronavirus panic, okay? This is my coalition. Guys, right now we have coronavirus cases around the world. As of this recording, 218,448 cases, only 8,938 deaths, and recovered is 84,383. What is the mass panic, guys? We lost 80,000 people in America to the flu last year. Gabe, I'm going to let you kick this off. What is going on? So... First of all, thanks for having me on and everyone else here. It's uh, great. And I just want to say, you're asking what's going on. I personally don't know myself. You mentioned that uh, New York City is shut down. The city is shutting down. We cannot go anywhere. We have to rely on ordering our food uh, if we want to go out. Uh, The Costco near me uh, is not letting people in. Now they're only only in certain waves, one uh, person per case of water. Uh, people are acting as if we're in the end times uh, when I think you're completely right that we're overreacting about this. I think it's necessary to take precautions, but to shut down the city uh, and shut down various other parts of the country, I think, uh, I think it's to be a little, not only irresponsible, but I think it's to be a little silly. Ricky. Uh, Hollywood is pretty much dead right now. Uh, the streets <laughs> are, are, there aren't as many people out, which is really nice. That's a good thing is traffic is really down. You could actually use the 405 freeway for once, um, which I'm really liking and liking the fact that people are staying in their homes. I'm able to go out and about and do my thing without so much traffic. So that's a plus. Uh, Negatives when you go to the supermarket. Yeah. Like the shelves, uh, uh, we're missing food. We're missing, um, 
toilet paper and supplies and uh, it just makes me think of just the selfish people the sheep are just buying up all of these resources and I, I just went to the uh, sprouts today and this woman had like a huge um, you know whatever you call it shopping cart like filled filled to the brim and overflowing with shit you know and it's just it just was so to me I see it as a really disrespectful thing because you're basically you're hoarding all the all the resources, all the food. So I think it's really disrespectful to everybody else who might want to uh, have something to eat. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I think, you know, well, I have researched that um, the coronavirus is, quote, 10 times more deadly than the flu. That's what I've been told, you know, by scientists. So that's probably why people are acting the way they're acting. I do think that people are overreacting. But there's sometimes, some, like Jacob Wall, for instance, says that we're all going to get it at some point. So I don't really know what to think anymore. Everything is just um, crazy right now. Status? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm in the hood 24 fucking 7. <laughs> and if people in the hood are doing the same shit they do every fucking day. Smoke weed, chill on the stoop. So people in the hood are most likely taking it like it's a joke. Uh, which is, you know, th you should take it lightly. I think, like, uh, with every situation, uh, people, like, they can be optimistic or pessimistic. I think you should not even find a middle ground. You should be a little bit more towards optimism, not be so negative and, um, you know, think, like, the, the, the world is over, things like that. You have people like Greta Thunberg, who we haven't heard from, <laughs> um, uh, you know, scaring the shit out of people that we're all going to die. Um, but yeah, I, people in the hood where, you know, where I am, uh, people are chilling, man. Uh, but statewide here in Jersey, uh, yeah, supermarkets, uh, you know, people are wiping out supermarkets. Uh, you know, there's no traffic, uh, after eight o'clock, there's a, a recommended curfew. A lot of people think it's law. It's not law. It's a recommended curfew. Uh, but that goes to show you that, you know, I respect police. To a certain degree, I respect the one side of their job, you know, when they take down rapists, when they take down child molesters, when they, you know, they put away bad guys. I respect that side of the job. But this, this side, the tyrannical side, the side that communism cannot exist literally without the police, that's the side I don't like. Um, and then um, you had the, the second person that spoke. I'm sorry, I forgot your name. Rebel. Uh, said that you know somebody was taking more than than uh, than you know uh, than what's ethical for. Well, the thing is that we're not a collective. We're not a collective. People are out for themselves, mm -hmm. and um, situations like this go to show you that you know uh, if shit hits the fan, uh, you know people are and, and people start pillaging and robbing and doing things. That's just how. Human beings are. We care about ourselves and our family, and then everything else is fuck all. You know, uh, there's not one big. This is like this liberal uh, utopia where every we're all just uh, uh, singing kubanya songs and holding hands, and we're all just this collective when we're all our brothers keeper. No, 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 no. <laughs> Everybody's out for themselves, and this is why you got these fucking retards that don't understand price gouging. And they're like, oh, my God, you need to go um, uh, uh, report any business that price gouges. Don't you know that price gouging 
is literally helping out the customer because you say, oh, you could put a limit on uh, 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 packs of water. You put a limit on it. Uh, well, what if I get all my nieces and nephews and all my cousins and all a few people from the from the block and we all go and, you know, so limits could be circumvented. Uh, so let's just say you got a bottle uh, of 24 pack of water for five bucks and then you got a business that sells it for 15 bucks. If I was going to go in there and grab 10 of them, I'm, I'm going to say, oh, wait, hold up. That's going to cost me $150. So I'll go grab two. Um, this is just basic economics, basic capitalism, basic supply and demand that people do not understand, and it pisses me off. Tag, man, I want to. I'm gonna make this really fun at first. Right? <laughs> I'm not scared of a coronavirus. I drank it. All right. So what I want everybody to do is, whenever anybody says Corona, just grab your drinks and take a sip, and we're gonna see who goes down first. <laughs> even the folks that are at home listening if you have a, a, a drink next to you and you have corona pick it up and take a sip secondly everybody knows that I've, uh, I've I've left New York City and I'm currently in Virginia and we do not have as much uh, cases as you guys have and that's because we have everybody's more spread apart I don't know if you can hear me clearly I'll take this off but everybody's way more spread apart. So we're not in each other's faces. We're not coughing in each other's faces. We're not sharing the same hallways. People, for the most part, lives in a, a, a different house that's legitimately, like, at least 20 feet away from the next person's house, not not right next door, and you're in each other's faces. So um, uh, I guess I do see a small amount to the benefits of um, keeping people away from each other and, and forcing people to do social distancing. Um, but for the most part, I, I'm not really that afraid of it in the country. Now, if I was in New York city, having a bunch of kids, I'd like stay the hell away from me. Everybody. I don't know you <laughs> mm. don't play with me, but to the effect of, um, the, the whole price gouging thing, I remember back in, in on nine 11, um, most of us, majority of us lived in New York city at the time, probably minus, uh, Ricky and, and Chris, um, and the fact that at that point, everybody wanted to help each other out. Mm. And at this point, you see exactly how much the, the country's divided because mm. nobody's worried about that anymore. Now everybody's so worried about, well, damn, I need such mm. and such and such and such, as opposed to, well, what do we need to get done to make sure that the country makes it out of it together? Right. Chris? Oh, uh, man. Uh, to be honest with you, it's, I was out and about today. I know a few people out here in Brooklyn, in Brooklyn, New York. Those out there don't know. Um, but, you know, people were out and about. It was, uh, you know, a lot of kids were out. You know, I, I noticed there was a lot of police officers that were blocking in the roads here. So there was blacks getting blocked up by police. And the police presence was very noticeable, more than usual. So, you know, I kept my eye out on that. And, you know, so I, they're making their presence known, put it that way. So, it seems like they're taking it pretty seriously. I know New Rochelle, New York, is already past the, you know, a, a curfew for people around 8 p.m. or whatever, all that good stuff. So, you know, they got De Blasio saying within the next 48 hours he's going to do the same here. Um, the grocery stores I've been to, yeah, I've noticed things have been, you know, a lot lacking in, like, the, the bare necessities. But, you know, I'm always a person that kept stuff like that on handy anyway. So, you know, I, the only, you know other than a bunch of whole bunch of toilet paper, you know, good you know know, but uh you know it's it's not i'm not taking it that seriously man i let my man tackle on this one man like 
I was out and about today. I was you know, showing people I had a hand, you know, I had a handball in my hand. You know, I was like, yo, I'm about to go play some handball. Yo, I ain't stressing, man. Like, this ain't nothing to worry about. Because we had viruses in this country that were worse in the past. And when they came, they, they came, they did their little virus thing. Nothing happened to the stock market. The mainstream media didn't flip it all crazy. And that's what the issue is this time around, man. Is the media is taking it and running with this whole situation and politicizing it. And, you know, some art, news outlets called it the Trump virus or something crazy like that. So, you know, they're doing whatever they can to attack the president, man. And they've done eight different hoaxes in the past year. So now this is, to me, the next hoax they're doing. And they're like, oh, this is coronavirus, end of the world scenario. Like, everywhere I go, people are commenting on videos talking about, well, thank goodness I'm getting, I skip to see this before the coronavirus kills us all. And just crazy stuff, man. So it's just used to, you know, get the sheeple up and going crazy and also attack the president at the same time. And, you know, China's behind it. And it's, you know, I, I'm not saying that they made it or created it, but it, it came from China. And they own 80% of, or 90% of the pharmaceutical market. And, like, you know, what a coincidence, the people that own 90% of the pharmaceutical market who are getting schooled by Trump on a trade deal, all of a sudden this, this disease comes from another country. And I think at the end of the day it's going to benefit us. I think we're going to get in that business, uh, in the pharmaceutical business, and we're going to make some noise from this point on. So. Yeah, we really see how the media really pushed this, and they really caused the hysteria. And it's just, it's very frustrating, because you have people in the media who are using it to attack Trump, like you said, but then we have people like Gavin Newsom, who clearly doesn't like Trump, Andrew Cuomo, who doesn't like anyone, saying that Trump has been (laughs) very supportive to them, helped them a lot throughout all of this, and they are pushing hysteria. And they're not backing down. You even have MSNBC saying, oh, more older Republicans will die because Fox News, which is has been getting people killed for years, is telling people it's not that serious. When Fox News is just as bad as everyone else. They are pushing this as the black death. And it's not that. It's not airborne. Stop coughing on people. Stop sneezing on people. Wash your hands before, when you go to the bathroom. Stop sticking your fingers in your mouth. People are disgusting. My school is <laughs> right near Creedmoor Hospital. The disgusting crap that I see on a daily basis from crazy people probably isn't even half as bad as from the same people. It's people, we human beings are disgusting animals. We will sit in a room, pick our nose and eat it in the middle of flu season. I guarantee there are people that do it. No one will admit it, but I guarantee San Francisco. San Francisco people are shitting in the street. But this is the other problem is you have places like New York and California, which are getting hit the hardest. And what's the, what is the one thing that both places have in common? We have high numbers of homeless people, and we have really shitty people in charge who are not yeah. stopping homeless people from crapping in the streets and everything else. It's This is the problem. And we let everybody in, calm man. down. We're the states that come on in. You want to come to this country? Come to New York. Come to California. We'll, we'll put you in a shelter or something. We'll give you – well, we should be giving the homeless people. We'll give it to you. So we're the most inviting states. So it's like we're, we're like – if we had to talk about borders on states, like New York and California would have wide open borders. And look what we're getting hit with because of the way we act. I just want to so. border around my house. That's it. Uh-huh. No one's coming to my toilet paper. I told you. <laughs> this virus, this virus is one of the uh, fastest transferring viruses I've, I've had experiences with in, the, in my, my 30 years, my short 30 years in comparison to, to most, you know. But um, – with that, with it being the, the fastest transferring, like we've already said, is going to be in the, those hotbeds. And you've had people in shelter systems that have gotten it. And we all know how clean a majority of New York City shelter systems are. 
Oh, so clean. Bill de Blasio does such a great job with everything. He's not a terrible mayor who bankrupted New York City and almost kept schools open. He's asking you know for what, more money, too. You know, what I hate about, you know what I hate about all of this is I, I got a letter from uh, this really crazy liberal, okay? And he he's like, oh, I'm feeling so optimistic. I'm going out and I'm just, I'm reading more. And, you know, I have a new optimism for life. See, what it is for the radical leftists, this is a great opportunity. They think that this is going to tear down Trump's lead. They think that this is going to be Trump's fall. And so they're kind of secretly, you know, they're rejoicing. They love, right. the, they love the fact that this is happening, which makes me think that China did this on purpose. I personally think this is a, a bioweapon. I think that they, um, you know, took the virus and, and tweaked it or whatever they're doing in the laboratories and, I quote, leaked, just like the um, another virus that, that came out of there. Uh, I don't know which one it was. I think it was swine flu. One of them, quote, leaked their laboratory. So I'm thinking that all the, I'm, like, I'm with you. Like, I think that this is something that, that happened on purpose to try to destroy the economy just in time for November so that Trump won't get reelected. Yeah, but they messed up because they didn't realize how awesome Trump is at taking shit and molding it into just lesser shit. And that's essentially what he's done. He has gotten people who hate him to defend him to the media. And I'm not saying that it's a weapon. But those Hong Kong protests ended real quick when they started rounding people up and throwing them in trucks. Yeah, that was a that was a rush. Right. You know what no, this? No, uh, no, you know what the coronavirus has done? The coronavirus has exposed how comfy our Western lifestyle is, and how the left they they focus on minuscule, dumb bullshit. Like, is St. Patrick's Day racist? Are white people with dreads? Is that racist? Uh, Not so Viking. You know, is 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 a white man selling tacos? Is that racist? Is is this sexist? Is this racist? Is this homophobic? That is, that is one second. One second. Taco King got near me. Away from that. Taco King near me is the best tacos that I've ever had from a restaurant. <laughs> They are, it is run by Asians, okay? So ah, is that racist? That's racist. <laughs> that's racist. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. This racist. virus has taken has taken the attention away from dumb shit. Like, for example, I'm a Hispanic guy. I'm drinking some Jamaican beer right now. Oh my god, <laughs> cultural appropriation with your socks, Matt. <laughs> <hat. laughs> okay. No, they're saying it's racist to call it the Chinese virus now or the Wuhan virus, and there's like clips of them saying it over and over and over again. Kung flu, so, baby. Kung flu. What's Kung funny, <laughs> this this virus has also created some brand new millionaires. We just haven't realized it yet. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the what is it? The Norwegian cruise lines or whatever is down from thirty something dollars a share two days ago to like seven dollars a share today. Yeah. We all know bye, 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 bye. It's over. And the summertime start coming back and, and people that have put that new $2,000 stimulus into some kind of stock, once they start rising again, you've got um, the, the interest rates at near zero. It sucks for people like me who are focused on growing money and they've got them on high yield savings accounts and stuff like that. You're not getting as much APY, but people who are going to go into the market and buy houses at this point in time as, as uh, their investment and they go rent it or they want to sell it or whatever they want to do. Buying now where your mortgage is at near zero for your percentage. Grab bag. 
Exactly. This is the point in time when you start getting involved. When everybody else is panicking, this okay. is when you start getting involved. What stocks? What's a good stock? I'm going, I'm banking for airlines. Yeah, I'm banking for Delta right now, and I'm banking for Norwegian Cruise and uh, uh, Princess and, and Carnival because everybody's going to start going back into the vacation mode. Yeah, well, yeah, as soon as this is over, everyone's going to be uh, flying. But I also want to point out uh, a lot of people, especially like, you know, these crazy liberal, democratic, socialist, communist, whatever, uh, they're saying, oh, well, I see no food and supplies on shelves. I, I thought that this was what socialism was supposed to look like. I'm like, oh, and there's a very big difference between <laughs> people buying out like in huge portions that a regular supermarket wasn't prepared for and just not having the basic economic infrastructure to support something like mm-hmm. this. I'm like, these shelves are going to be restocked, whether it be the next day or the next week. But because these supermarkets realize that they are providing uh, what's necessary for the community and also they realize that this is a great profitability uh, time for them they're going to make sure they get you that stuff right yeah the supply chains have not been destroyed all those shelves right. will be restocked and all these people are using dumbass arguments and they go on facebook and they go well yeah but this is capitalism when you know the shit hits the fan listen when the chips are down like Sada said, people are going to fend for themselves that's what they're going to do meanwhile which is yeah, why i keep this what, thing loaded under my bed but what's really going on why is trump Oh, like doing so many radical things right now. I heard that that LA is about to go under like martial law. Like, that would be or whatever. That would be or a state I, I, decision. They're going to call, yeah. call out the guard. They're going to call out the, the national guard. That's coming soon to a theater near you. Where we can't, you know, where we can't leave. We can't leave. Come in. Come out. Is he overreacting, or or what? What is really going on? So Ricky, when they cover, when they call in the national guard, that comes from the governor. So that wouldn't be through Trump. That would be through Newsom. Um, okay. Unless yeah, we were lot, federalized. Right. A lot of the time, the National Guard, Gabe, you can correct me if I'm wrong or just add things to it. Don't correct me. This is my show still. Right, um, right, of course. A lot of times the National Guard is called in to help out with like delivering supplies and stuff because they're very organized and they're easy to mobilize very quickly. Okay. Yeah. What about the shutdown of the potentiality of, of, of LA residents not being able to leave or come out? Is that what would that uh, help? Uh, you, do you know what I mean? Is that is that too radical? Right. Because that's the whole, they're doing the same thing in New York with the home shelter, and you know a lot of it's the states. Like a lot of the Democrat-ran states are doing these crazy radical policies. You know, you don't hear about these Southern Republican-ran states doing a lot of these things. It's the New Yorks, cities, the LAs, you know, the Seattle's, all ran by Democrat government leadership, pretty much. So they're, they're the different. ones who are pushing for the radical. <laughs> I, I think uh, Governor North. That's not Trump. That's not Trump. Do it. No, it's not Trump. Okay. State level. Okay. That that's the local mayors doing all doing that. Right. And that's that's good that you asked that question though, because we need that information. A lot of people have the same questions. A lot of people have those same thoughts where they go, "Well, why is Trump shutting down New York City?" It's like, no, no, no. This is your local government at work. This is your local government panicking and not understanding what they're up against. Tax and to give, to give government and give Governor Cuomo a little credit, he came out and said, "Anything if you have any, if you're upset with anything that's happening in New York City right now, he said, blame me. He said, do not blame anybody else. Blame me. So he I took, hate, he, he's taking Cuomo. full credit. I, I can't stand Cuomo. I can't stand him. He had a very, very good press conference today. Why is he being so nice? That's scary. Because he's going to run for president in 2024, and he realizes that if he wants a shot, he needs to handle this correctly. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, this is the make or break moment for a lot of people. Uh, but you also have to realize if the military is ever mobilized, <laughs> that doesn't mean that it's automatically martial law. Uh, the National Guard, like uh, like Evan, like you just said, uh, we do provide uh, services such as helping with supplies as well as a disaster, natural disaster relief. Um, martial law would only be in place if the government itself says, like, you know, we're going to start imposing curfews. Uh, we will act as your law enforcement. Don't you dare. You've got two types, too, though. Yeah. You've got complete and you have uh, – what, what's the other one? Help me remember. It's complete and it's, it's whatever. It's two types. And the first type is where you have complete law enforcement jurisdiction. The yeah. National Guard will have complete law enforcement jurisdiction. And the, the second, uh, less important uh, half is just so that they can supplement what law enforcement does. It's like what you see when they send the guard down to the, the border states. Yeah. Uh, um, border patrol is the ones who are in control. But if they ever was to lose control, then you have the National Guard there to back them up. Yeah, I mean, even in uh, places like Grand Central Station, Port Authority, and airports, you'll find that uh, the soldiers out there, you know, uh, they're part of the National Guard too. They're help. They're there to help uh, with enforcement. And uh, the reason why Evan, I have uh, this with me is because I live in New York City, where I cannot get uh, your <laughs> weapon of mass destruction as easily. So you gotta protect yourself best way you can. All right, guys. Laws don't work. Don't forget that. That's true. I'm in New York City all the time. The toilet paper makes it deadlier, people. How dare you? So we're gonna skip ahead a little bit. We're gonna come back to the next segment. Um, Tack, you mentioned the stimulus package that Trump is proposing. Um, I just want to get everyone's thoughts on it real quick. I am actually in favor of the two $1,000 checks being given to American citizens, but I want it to be done through the tax return system. So when you file your tax return, the IRS will then send you two checks for $1,000. Your proof that you pay taxes, you are a tax-paying American, you have a job, you have active employment. And then you will get your money back. I am not in favor of him giving $1,000 checks to people who essentially don't work. That is a problem. We should not be giving away taxpayer dollars, again, as always, to people who are not contributing to the system. But I'm 100% in favor of the IRS giving back the people $2,000 of their own taxes. Gabe, I'm going to let you take this one first. Amen. I mean, ah, this is this is difficult. Um, I was, I was on the first, I, I saw a whole bunch of libertarians freaking out like, oh no, the government shouldn't be giving people uh, this sort of um, this money back. And I could, I could definitely understand why, but I mean, whether you agree with it or not, there was a time where we did bail out big businesses and banks. And I think that this is a way to just, you know, bail out the, the you know, the citizens who are giving, who give their money to the government, uh, you know, every time they get their paycheck on every tax, you know, for just stepping outside your door. So for me, I'm kind of like in the middle. I do believe that this would be a way to help stimulate the local businesses that are being affected by this. Um, but at the, at the same time, I know that there's a, a large group, like I would want to get money because I work for it, not just because I, you know, sat around. And I do believe that there are people who don't, deserve because they don't contribute like you know everyone here you know works and we work hard for what uh, we earn so that's just like really my take on it status 
Oh, yeah, I 100% agree with you that uh, it should be someone who contributes to the tax system that gets a, a relief. This is like a, a temporary universal basic income and where, you know, uh, like he said, you're bailing out the citizens like how we always bail out, big, uh, uh, you know, corporations. Um, and um, what I think that we're going to see after this virus is we're going to see a new wave of nationalism. We're going to see a new wave of people uh, being xenophobic, right? Um, uh, we're going to see a new wave of people saying, hey, you know what? Uh, I think that we should vet people uh, to come into this country. Uh, I could be wrong because Germany is they're still on their uh, path of self-destruction. They're still saying, hey, Muslims, you want to come in? Come on in. You know, they haven't even, you know, started uh, – uh, you know, being strong in their borders. So I could be wrong, but I, I hopefully what this virus does is that um, it, it, it brings a new wave of nationalism and where people love their country and they don't want to see any type of uh, things hurting the country, whether it's a disease or it's people coming in with diseases or anything like that. Zach? What's one of the biggest things I always mention on every episode when it comes to, to immigration? And Jim status just hit on it. You have to know, not just for safety purposes, who's coming into the country. You look at when they used to come on the Ellis Island and they look at, hey, do you have your, your records on you, your medical records? What's, what's your medical records? Like, nope, get back on that ship and you're going right back <laughs> to Switzerland. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. And all of these people now, even Justin Trudeau, all of these people now who are saying, oh, you're welcome to come in. Like, we love everybody. Is now going whoa 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 xenophobic. Now <laughs> everyone understands why first. I don't go anywhere ever. <laughs> I also think a lot of people in the hood that don't like condoms are about to start using condoms. They're going to start realizing how easy it is for these viruses to transfer. Can, oh, yeah. can you advertise <laughs> on Craigslist as a corona-free <laughs> sex partner? Is that possible? How dare you? Corona-free <laughs> Random fact, though. Random fact. So viruses, they carry RNA. They can carry DNA, but a majority of them carry RNA. This allows Thank you, them... ninth-grade biology. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> this allows viruses to also join in with the host genome and join in with the host uh, DNA. And with that being said, they can then pass on from generation to generation to generation because they become part of the human genealogy at this time, at that point. So if we have the coronavirus and one of these little tiny viruses joins in with the, one, one of its hosts genome, we'll just never get rid of it. It'll be humanity to start mixing with the coronavirus. Awkward, I know, but I just wanted to put that out there. Just I'm not corona sexual tack. I do not <laughs> <laughs> hey, AOC, if you are, holla at me. Tack enough. Enough. We are done with that. Don't be coronaphobic. <laughs> no, I think the stimulus is, it's not a bad idea. Um, you know, anytime the government does anything to kind of put the hand out, I, I'm always disagree with that, but. You know, I, I have friends and family members who are here in New York who, you know, they're they're not struggling, but they're feeling, you know, all this time off. You know, New York is the city never sleeps. So, you know, now that people are out of work, man, not working for a week's time now, you know, it's it taking them. a nap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> New York's taking a, a long nap in New York. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you know. 
so I, I see where he's coming from with that. Um, I don't want it, of course, be something that goes on for three or four months. This thing needs to blow over, you know, because this is going to be – this is like any other, like I said, any other virus in the past. Give it a couple weeks, you know. They're talking about, you know, the new, you know, Yugoslavian hoax or whatever with Trump, and they'll move on to the next hoax. So I just want that to get done and, you know, so people can get back to work, man, and, you know, get with, you know. And being out of work this long, people aren't used to it. Man. I'm, no, I'm not used to it, man. It's, you know, I don't mind it, but, hey, man, you know. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have you're gonna have the divorce rate is gonna skyrocket. People in each other's faces all day long. <laughs> oh, <you're kidding. laughs> you don't think there's the gonna baby, be a baby? The baby rate too. The baby yeah. rate. Yeah, yeah. birth rate and divorce rate. Wait, baby, time baby out. Rate's going to increase. If Bernie Sanders <laughs> and and uh, Joe Biden's son doesn't have to pay child support, have fun during this whole little session that you're trapped. And in there with your spouse or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or whatever you may have, have fun. But come December time frame, just say Bernie Sanders didn't do it, so I'm not doing it either. <laughs> you know, you know Valerie's not going to accept that. I'm going to get myself in trouble here. <laughs> you know, I think it's also interesting um, that we should take a look at is I think this is also proving how uh, this – what is it? The uh, healthcare is a human right argument that Bernie Sanders likes to make. Uh, this um, this socialized uh, healthcare system. That, but people don't realize is that you're able. Well, the government is able, not not you, but the government's able to decide who gets treated and who doesn't. We saw Mike Bloomberg when he was still running for office uh, for the presidency. He said, "Well, if you're over, uh, I think it was like 90 or something like mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, there's no reason to keep you around anymore." Now we see what do we see in Italy? They're not let, they're not treating people. Uh, I think over 80 anymore uh, because the virus is like, listen, it's your time to go. The when did, will, when did, will do anything for fascism. When did, President, when did President Trump become Andrew Yang? <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Yang was like, this is my plan. This is my plan the whole time. This is his plan. Where he's doing the Andrew Yang plan. I, I don't uh, know. I, I, I think there's a bad, I don't think it's a great idea. I mean, when you think about it, if you give everybody a thousand dollars, how does that help? everybody if everybody is elevated just by a thousand dollars each i don't know I, I just don't i don't really get get the whole the whole idea i feel like there are better ways to to uh stimulate the economy than by giving away or to giving everybody a thousand dollars well you um, could just end yeah, well, like that, that works how did we get over 9 11 how do we get over 9-11? Do we get everybody $1,000 after 9-11? I, I mean, that wasn't a crisis. I, but this is going to be worse. This is going to be way worse as far as the death rate, okay? But I think to myself, like, I don't, I don't know if, if that's – I mean, isn't that socialism in a way? Well, but no, it's part of the stimulus I, package, so I guess it isn't. I don't know. It depends well, how you're – The Fed, the Fed lowered the interest rates. The Fed lowered the interest rates to zero. So this would be, if it's half the country that's getting it, 150 million people, probably be like $70 billion, uh, which is literally a drop in the bucket uh, to our GDP. Yep. Especially if it's going back, they said to the, like Evan said, with the taxpayers, they get, are the ones who get it. And this only lasts for you know, a month's time frame, two weeks to a month's time frame, and it's over. Then everybody's back to work again. The economy's going to just blow up. That's all it needs, man. This, but it, yeah, because Andrew, be Andrew like Yang, Andrew Yang was saying like a monthly forever kind of thing where you Everyone. get a thousand dollars a month. Yeah, this is like a crazy. this is a temporary crisis, you know, one thousand dollars one time or two time kind of thing. 
Yeah, which is why I would like it to be done like a tax return. So you pay yeah. taxes. We're giving you a thousand to two thousand dollars of your own money back. That's what makes it different from socialism in terms of Andrew Yang and churches giving it to everyone. Yes, mm-hmm. if they are talking about giving it to everyone, I'm not down for it. I'd rather they give it to no one than just start shelling out money to people who aren't working. One. Because if you're on government assistance, you're already getting the same amount of money that you were getting before. You're not hurting because of the coronavirus. You are still getting your check. But if you do it as, I know that this is, again, this is why I really want to do this episode. I'm so glad we're able to have everyone on. Because, Ricky, a lot of people have those questions. It's the same thing where you have, especially a lot of libertarians going, well, why is the government just giving out money? But if we do it to people who are paying into the system, if you are paying taxes and you're getting your money back, that is the big difference. And that is why I am in favor of it doing it that way. Just blanketly giving everyone $1,000? No. But if no. you are Chappelle, taxing, Chappelle Show warned us about that. You can't do like Chappelle Show warned us, man. That's, that's going to go backwards. Gonna I'm rich, see. man. <laughs> no, no. That's true, though. You're going to see in the hood, you're going to see a whole lot of new Jays. A whole lot of new flat TV screens and the trailer parks. You're going to see a whole lot more uh, dice hanging from people's rear view mirrors. New ports. New ports, (laughs) new rhinestone jackets. New gold gold teeth. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You you have to give it to the people that's earning it. (laughs) You know what I mean? You know know I'm I'm buying a gun if I get this money. You know that's happening. Mine is going straight into the stocks. Put like fifteen hundred into stocks and investments, and then I'm taking five hundred dollars and I'm getting an upper, and then I'm gonna I'm completing my build. That's what's gonna happen. See, this is see, this is why people say that there are ghost guns out there. <laughs> it's and hopefully, hopefully, this whole coronavirus thing, hopefully, it blows over. Um, you know, you want to have a positive mindset. You want to be a little optimistic. You don't want to be unrealistic but you want to be a little optimistic that hey we're going to get through this and uh it's going to be over uh but let's just say you know because you always got to you always got to think about you know the worst possible scenario scenario. Uh, what if what if what if the the you know it gets to start people are pillaging people are rioting people are 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 breaking into houses and and robbing you for cans of tuna and the motherfucker give me your peanut butter you know um if it gets to that point it's going to expose how strong and independent women are not. How dare they you? like to throw it in <laughs> our faces. I was waiting for they it, like status. I was waiting for you to bring they it. They like to throw it in our faces all day long about, I don't need no man. I, a, a woman needs a man like a fish needs a bicycle, right? And then you're going to see, <laughs> oh, shit. You've got this, let's just say, uh, you know, I don't want to single out a specific race. Let's just say a Dominican guy, right? Because I'm Dominican. you got a Dominican guy. He's six foot three, 230 pounds. He has two kids, and they're out of food. And what do you think he's going to do? I mean, oh, I'm going to let my kids die. No, he's going to go fucking rob your ass. He's going to go stab you, break into your shit, and, and take your fucking... Whatever you got, you got cinnamon toast crunch. He's stealing it because he's not going to. He's going to let his kids die, right? So then, uh, cereal. What are, what are these? What are these strong and independent women with cats? What are they going to do? Hmm? They're going to just. Oh my God! This six foot three guy, uh, because th- the coronavirus, let's just say, it went crazy. It, it, it didn't die out, and and people are dying left and right, and there's no food, and you know, uh, this six foot three guy just broke into my house, and he's telling me, give me all cans of tuna. 
because I got 75 cats. And what am I going to do? I'm going to fight him? No, you're not. Except for the man. Yeah. They're going to be ready. They're going to wait for his moment. This is why guns are great. You can protect yourself. Yes, and they better make Tinder gold, you know, at least half price for these girls, you know. Find your – it's big boy season. There's this whole belief. There's this whole belief. That if shit hits the fan, they've been poisoning women's head. That if shit hits the fan, that that you know they're they're all gonna be super women and Wonder Woman. No, you know you know what you're gonna you're gonna be out giving blowjobs and shit. That's what you're gonna be doing because you gotta survive. This is why the majority of homeless are men, because a woman can always sack up with some. There's always a sucker. Like let's just say a sixty-year-old crackhead, he's willing to grab a forty-year-old crackhead who's a woman and 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 you know move her in. Right, because th- th- this yeah. is what they do. They're strong mm-hmm. and independent while things are comfy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just had a female coworker today uh, text me and say, "What's the easiest gun uh, to get for home defense?" Black I tell 18? her, of course, if you're no, if you're if you don't if you don't have any experience with guns and you don't want to have you don't have great aim and you don't know what the hell you're doing, you get a shotgun. shotgun. Yeah, right here. You put the shotgun in your house. All you got to do, as long as you're not using a slug, you just pull that trigger and bang, whoever's standing behind oh, that. Now, when, when, when I was down Come in on. Georgia, man, they had uh, old ladies in their 80s. i go do their cable service. Chilling with shotguns. And, yeah, they'd be telling straight up. They're like, hey, baby, if somebody breaks in my house, I already know how to take care of them. I got it right by the door. <laughs> they had a shotgun, dope barrel right by the door. I'm like, they should say, I can still aim and shoot, too. Trust me. <laughs> and, and and I, yeah, I, I thought, believe you. Don't, hey, I'm just here to do the cable. All right. And you here know, I thought I, you were going to give a 22. Like, say, get us <laughs> 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 No, she said specifically, if something goes wrong, I'm ready to shoot somebody in the face. I was like, that's what I'm talking about. Straight up, in a heartbeat, man. Nice. Well, you know, the NRA started because they they started by teaching black women how to shoot shotguns to protect Mm -hmm. their husbands who are vulnerable black husbands for vulnerable Republicans because the KKK was waiting for them at the voting booth. So the NRA was great to show the women how to shoot shotguns. You know, they leave that out of history, though. Of course, they left a lot out of history. Yeah, so another thing that this virus is going to expose is how ugly everybody is because no nail salons, no barbershops. We're all stuck in the house, drinking beer, eating carbs. Uh, no, joking, joking, I'm joking. But um, another thing that, let's just say the virus, it, you know, it blows and it, and it gets to crazy levels where people are pillaging and robbing and stuff like that. Hopefully it doesn't. I, you know, I, I hope this thing blows over. But it's going to expose how you know, our basic survival skills are shit. You know, how many people can uh, start a fire? How many people can dig a hole? How many people, I mean, how much can you lift? How many people know how to fight? How many people know how to make a shank? How many people, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, uh, you know, this virus, I think what it's going to do is if it gets crazy, it's going to expose how people, uh, survival skills suck. And if, if, it blows over. I think it's going to uh, bring in a new wave of nationalism. No, very, very much so. I completely agree with that. Most either way, nationalism is going to win either way, it sounds like, in that case. I mean, they are the shutting one. down all borders. They are every, Basically, everyone is banned in travel. It's, it, it's happening all over the place. But we just found out in the middle of recording, oh, yeah. Nina, my lovely girlfriend, that the Cuomo brothers were having a very light feud on CNN. <laughs> which light just ah. you know the 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 high level of cnn reporting is just 
it, it, it's unbelievable. You know, the, the, high, the high quality that they push on there. So, guys, people at home, watch this clip real quick, and then we are going to discuss this. Uh, curfew. I don't like the word curfew. Dad tried to have a curfew for me. I never got past the resentment. But uh, I do believe you'll see more tightening if the, the numbers way. don't slow. Your problems with the curfew. It's the least of your well, problems, just so you know. I never fight. You violated the curfew all the time. Caused much pain. But that's a different story. I don't believe in rules. Governor Andrew Cuomo, I appreciate yeah. you coming on the you show. I love you. I'm proud of what you're doing. I know you're working hard for your state, but no matter how hard you're working, there's always time to call mom. She wants to hear from you. Just so you know. Yeah, I called mom. I called mom just before I came on the show. Not what By she the said. way, she said I was her favorite. She never said Good that. news is she said you were her second favorite. Second favorite son, no. Christopher. We both know. Neither of us are mom's first or second favorite in the family. I can't believe you're lying to my audience. You've blown the credibility of the entire interview. I should have ended it before. Second favorite son. Listen oh, to the words. Listen to Politicians the words. Politicians are very tricky. You throw a word yeah. in there after the first time you said it, creates a lot of doubt. But I appreciate not me. you clarifying. Not it. me. Straight across the plate. Stay strong. Straight across the plate. Stay strong. Stay for your people. And I appreciate you being here. I love you, brother. You right. too, brother. All right, guys, this is the Cuomo brothers arguing over who is mom's favorite, who didn't call mom due to the coronavirus, and the fact that these two jackasses both violated curfew when they were young. Like, this is the level of reporting that CNN is putting out there. These are the same people telling us that the world is ending. Gabe, like, how do people even listen to CNN anymore? This is this is the most quality they've put out. Actually, this is the only truth they've been putting out over the last three years. That that is true. I mean, I feel like I'm watching. Well, when I saw that clip, I feel like I was watching a, a clip of the Young Turks with like Cenk Uyghur freaking out in Anacostia. <laughs> um, I mean, that's the level of journalism. Or kind of like watching The View. You know, you're still losing brain cells either way. And it's amazing how uh, these, how people who watch these guys religiously, not necessarily the governor, you, you'd lose brain cells watching him too, but how they think that they're right, they're in the right, um, I, I think is extremely childish. Like, who cares about who went out past curfew? Who loves mom more? I mean, come on. We're supposed to be professional. Some people here. have no choice yes. but to watch. Uh, you go to gyms, airports, you go to, you know, local Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks, and they just have CNN on and MSNBC on. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's, you know, their ratings are probably hanging on to a cliff uh, because, uh, you know, they have people have no choice but to watch. Yeah, but thanks a lot, Dunkin' Donuts. Sorry, go ahead. I said thanks a lot, Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, you find that uh, CNN is on, as you just mentioned, you can't go there anymore. I mean, not like Fox is doing any better right now during this time of uh, crisis, but, you know. Turn off all the news, people. Turn it all off. Except this. Except this. Yes. only You should only be listening only to our turn of news is the only news. <laughs> Even if you're on YouTube, CNN, actually run that now because of Google, you know. So you type in anything on yeah. YouTube, you're going to get CNN, MSNBC, and ABC, and that's it. But, you know, duck, duck, go. Helps yeah, you just out check us out on Instagram. How about, how about, on Facebook at Empire State Conservatives. How about on Google? When you, when you Google uh, Democrats, now it has a, a picture of a rat as their symbol. That was the Blasio. <laughs> the biggest rat of all. Jesus. Oh, my goodness. That's filthy rat. That guy is the worst. All right, guys. Cool. But, 
more serious stuff, we decided to take a little bit of a, a fun break with the Cuomo brothers just being jackasses. But the, an Illinois mayor has signed an executive order stating, not that she is, but that she can ban sales of booze and guns under her new Coronavirus Emergency Act. Guys, I have a lot of problems with this. One, because I love beer, I love whiskey, I love scotch, and I also love guns. And both are very essential, especially when you are locked in your apartment and can't really go anywhere. But there are real ramifications from this. And in terms of tyrannical government, this is what we're looking at when you're banning what people can consume, when you're banning how people can protect themselves. That's a problem. That is what the Second Amendment was designed to prevent. Gabe, you... I'm just gonna let you go ahead with this. Just, just go, just run. Sure, sure. I mean, she sounds like that. Uh, that can I talk to the manager type mom? You know, <laughs> nanny state. Type. Hey, Karen. Yeah, the Karen. There we go. <laughs> um, and it's it's really upsetting. I mean, what are we back in the times of prohibition? Like, it, like there's an amendment saying that you know, rat, rat, like taking out the previous amendment. I think it was what the 1819th. But either way, it's um, it's so. It, it's so not right. I mean, it, like it, like words can't even come to my mouth right now, into my mind to really can, to show how important it is that we have the ability and the freedom to uh, defend ourselves. Because if we're in a situation like this, and we were discussing um, previously, what happens when you know uh, social order falls and you're you're in this, um, people are in this survivalist mind state. You really think that police officers aren't going to have their hands tied? I mean, you can, you as a citizen are the only one that can guarantee your personal safety and that of your family. Tech. So who did you say what this was? Who was she over? It was the mayor, um, Champaign mayor, Deborah Frank Finan. From where? Champaign, Illinois. Champaign, Illinois, huh? Illinois is. Illinois is if they have any room to talk about the the amount of violence. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that occurs in their state every single day. Now I'm not one to talk about what what champagne looks like. What uh, as far as their uh, crime statistics. However, uh, one of their neighbor cities, whether it be uh, Chicago or you know suburbs in Chicago like Kankakee, um, how how violent it can get there. So you want to ban the sale sale of booze and the sale of guns. So somebody like my coworker who decided, hey. If things get really, really crazy, I need to defend myself. You ban their ability to to buy a weapon. And then the thugs and the gangsters in your your city, your particular city of Champagne, which gets his name from a spirit, from an alcoholic (laughs) beverage. (laughs) Ironically, right? No pun intended. Um, (laughs) So that you tell people they can't defend themselves. So one of those little drill rappers decides they want to, kick in the door, shoot the person, then take all of the, the toilet paper. Because they, they can't just rob the person. They're not going to get enough stripes behind their name that way. They also have to kill a person, too. Now that blood is on your hands. And I feel like those people should be able to, to sue the city after that if people do lose their lives due to gun violence mm-hmm. while this is in effect. Yeah, I criminals do. don't follow laws. Uh-huh. Well, not sorry. The people, <laughs> the people that got injured or, or killed, God forbid, can't yeah. sue the the city. But the families of those individuals should be able to sue the city if somebody does get hurt. Chris, uh, I think it's you know 
to build off that a little bit, it's uh, what Tech said. It's like, let this tactic. You know, they say, okay, it's taken away the alcohol, it's taken away the guns. And who's going to get upset first? It's going to be the, the people, on the, you know, uh, down the criminals, man, the street, in the streets, man. You know, because it goes hand in hand. Like Cuomo, speaking about Cuomo, he just came out, Andrew Cuomo, the governor here, came out and said, the people, number one thing people are complaining about after they're closing down the restaurants and bars and closing down different shopping centers and everything. They said, number one people complaints he's hearing about, people about the bars being closed down. So America has shown you throughout history, you take away our alcohol, it's going to be a problem. And that's yep. what, you know, and that's what prohibition was all about. And all we did was bootleg after that. And a lot of people became millionaires from that bootlegging. The kind of like a little hint, hint. So if you guys are doing what, you know, if you got with this tactic they're using in Virginia, um, and it's like I said, of course, being from the ladies from Illinois, because, you know, every place ran by Democrats is, a, you know, literal like war zone. Growing near Baltimore, I know firsthand. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, it's the tactic, man. They, they, they want civil unrest in this country and they're going to do it any way policy wise that they can. And now they're seeing that they, what they feel is a chink in the armor when it comes to president Trump. And they're trying to expose it with this, with the virus and okay, we're going to take away your guns. Now we're going to do this. We're going to take away alcohol. We're going to come for you. We're going to, they're, they're trying to do whatever they can to, to get people going crazy and lose their minds in the streets because that's the only way they feel they can beat president Trump, which is, insane if you actually think about it instead of just doing what normal parties do which is you know get a good candidate build them up and then have them run every four years to beat the opposition they rather destroy the country and do it that way but it's going to backfire on them at the end of the day ricky what she's doing is unconstitutional that's the bottom line uh taking away the citizens right to bear arms is unconstitutional uh and it's, it's something that we will need if we are faced with a tyrannical government. I mean, that's why it's there. People think it's there to hunt. They think it's there to, to shoot ducks and stuff. But the Second Amendment is there for our own safety, for our own protection as citizens to protect ourselves from a tyrannical government, from our neighbor who's, who's going crazy and trying to steal our, our food or whatever, to protect ourselves, protect our, uh, our family. Uh, I think it's wrong what she's doing. Um, and I think that like radical leftists, I call them, I always say radical leftists because I, I do think that there are people in the center left who, who get it. Um, but I'm talking about the, the radical left are rejoicing with things like this. They're like, yay, government, please take away our rights. Please take away our constitutional rights. We're so excited about this. Yay. Um, I think they're, they're crazy to allow this woman, uh, to do that. I think they're, 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 you know, they're crazy. I 100% agree. They, that, that's what they look at it. They look at it as a champion. They go, hey, we can, if we can do this during an emergency, all we have to do is declare gun violence an emergency and we can take everyone's guns. And that's a problem. That's why the Second Amendment, just like you said, Ricky, that is why we have the Second Amendment. So when people do crap like this, we can say, no, no, no. You uh-huh. stop right there. This is my property. You're not coming for it. That's, that's one of the things that confuses me because it's, they did it in Katrina, too, down in Louisiana. They went door to door in, in specific neighborhoods, very specific neighborhoods, and started taking people's, confiscating people's firearms. Wow. I don't yep. understand why they wait till moments such as these. To, oh, well, we'll just go and start confiscating firearms as if this is not the most important time to have one. Have them. It's easier to control <laughs> the narrative at uh, times like this. That's why. That's the only reason that I can think of. Yeah, it's exactly not not to compare this woman to Hitler at all, but that's exactly how Hitler rose to power. Germany was in free fall. 
People oh. were starving. They were burning their money. And he said, hey, look at me. I'm going to fix everything for you guys. That's how big government rises in times of crisis. That's how England ended up with socialized medicine. That's how all this stuff rises because people oh. are in desperate need and they're looking to the government for help because they haven't been taught to look to themselves or look to their neighbor or look to their family. And that's the problem that we have in this country. And it sucks that status got cut off. I don't know where he went, but he talks about this all the time with culture. It's when you lose that family structure, you really lose so much of your support system. And when you don't have that support system, you don't know who to look to. And that's when people look to the government and the government's never solved anything. People, let's just be real. You see, you see the American public's rejecting it. That's why Bernie Sanders falling in the polls. I mean, even people on the Democratic side, people who realize, how is Joe Biden getting all these delegates now? How is he winning these states? He's winning states because people see how crazy, you know, they're really seeing what Bernie Sanders America would look like, and they don't want it. Even people on the left, the people that are still there remaining, who, who still have a couple brain cells left, they don't want to go, they, they don't even want to go that crazy. So America is showing you, America, that's why we are a country with backbone. Because even how crazy we get, how far crazy leftists we have in the streets, Antifa and all that craziness and all that, at the end of the day, when it comes to you want to get, your, get overtaken by your governor or not, we're going to be the one country that says no, it's not going to happen. And, and, you know, and we're starting to see that. And Bernie Sanders following the polls is just a representation to the public that, no, we don't want this crazy foolery run this country. Right. Nobody does it. Because he's organically falling in the polls. It's not something that, that was, I think, I thought last year it was stolen from him by the DNC. Yes, me too. They, they played a bunch of games. They, they, they rigged it for okay, Hillary. Hitler. They wanted they wanted their queen to win. But this time around, <laughs> legitimately, legitimately, he is he's failing uh, with the votes. He's failing to get the votes that he needs. So it's pretty it's really interesting. I, I agree with you. They're rejecting socialism that that, you know, the radical uh, Bernie um, communist socialism. Yeah, and the Democrat debates are now just two old men who can't find their keys yelling at each other. <laughs> two the old men, like rich the old men. <laughs> two old white rich men. The, 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 I kind of liked it without the sound. I kind of liked it without the, the crowd. I don't know about you guys. I kind of enjoyed it. I thought it was interesting. more interesting. You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. <laughs> <laughs> Just the words right out of my mouth. I'm not going to take any malarkey, okay? <laughs> Where's Corn Pop? <laughs> oh, God. All right, guys. One more topic. We're going to do it. We got the time. Everyone's, everyone's well energized. Let's do it. Baltimore Mayor public plea for people to stop shooting each other because we need the hospital beds on uh, wednesday after seven people uh, were shot in baltimore a slow night baltimore mayor jack young pleaded with residents to stop shooting each other so there would be beds available for victims of the coronavirus young stated i want to reiterate how completely unacceptable the level of violence is that we have seen recently just recently just recently not not you know not for the last 30 years we will not stand for mass shootings and an increase in crime. Now he says something. For those of you who want to continue to shoot and kill people of this city, we're not going to tolerate it. We're going to come after you and we're going to get you. Apparently now crime is a problem in Baltimore. Not you know, forever. Like, really, like, this is the thing that people don't understand. That criminals don't care what's going on. Bad people are not going to care. They're only going to take advantage when they see an opening. Gabe, just 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 say something. I'm, I'm, I'm... Uh, yeah. So again, this goes back to what we were saying before. The people care now only because they find a way to either bring it back to the president, or they try to make it not only a police state, but so that they can control the narrative. 
this is just more examples of how your rights will be taken away and be abused in a time of crisis. You can't trust, you can't put all of your trust in the government. You have to be able to, you know, stand on your own two feet, make sure you take the necessary steps to be as independent as possible and uh, stay within, within reason, have enough, uh, have enough self-defense uh, techniques and resources around you. Tack. So <laughs> we all know, we understand that laws just don't damn work. Whether you have people there to enforce them or not. You have to have people that are willing to respect those laws. Now you have criminals that you're pleading with to say that, hey, there's this, this uh, sickness going around. It really, really negatively affects people. We need these hospital beds. What makes you think those damn criminals care about the sickness that's going around? They don't. The criminals, exactly. What the criminals care about is the fact that the, the kilo of cocaine that they fronted Fat Tony... Fat Tony didn't bring them all the payment back from that kilo that was fronted to them. So mm-hmm. now they have to go and gun down Fat Tony. They're not going to stop because they're thinking about who needs to lay in a bed because they got coronavirus. They don't give a damn. So for you to plead at this point in time shows exactly where your priorities lie. You didn't give a crap before, and you don't give a crap now. You're just trying to show that you're making a political statement so that you can keep your seat in the future. Did you just body shame Fat Tony? How dare you? I did body shame Fat How Tony. How dare you? Fat Tony should have thought <laughs> you, about it before he allowed his name to be phobic Fat Tony. You are fired, sir. <laughs> hey, Fat Tony, I do not apologize, you fatty. <laughs> Chris. Oh, man, where did I start? Well, Baltimore, you know, Trump said it best. It's a, I mean, it's a rat hole. I mean, it is. I, mean, I, I lived there for most of my life. And if, you know, we, this mayor's coming out saying, oh, we need to stop gun violence. Isn't the last mayor we had in Baltimore, isn't she going to jail for money laundering? Like, you know, so it's like, this is, the, this is who we, if you look at Baltimore, people have been in power of Baltimore for the last 30 years. The reason why Baltimore was the murder capital all the way through the 90s and part, partly through the 2000s is because it's, they don't care, man. The leadership there does not care. All they care about lining up their own pockets, about you know just the clout of being in the leadership there. They don't care about the people there. So when I hear a governor come out and say, oh, please just stop the gun violence for coronavirus, this is all the Democrats do. It's, it's the, every election season they play like they care. You know, Black Lives Matter comes out of blue. All these groups come out of blue like, oh, you know, this is the party for diversity. And then once they get their votes, they leave and disappear and let everybody kill each other. So, you know, I, I, don't, I seriously don't take anything this governor is saying seriously or mayor or whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, saying seriously, because if you really, really care about Baltimore, you'll get out and get, get into the streets and help out who really needs to be helped man, and really change things around, change the education system around there. You know, mm-hmm. get the, you know, just really after school programs for the youth, a lot of single parent households in there messing things up. You just would mm-hmm. do the right steps to get things done to really help that city out. And just coming out and making a statement like that is not going to do anything for nobody. It's just it's just pandering, pretty much. Just get some votes. You know, it's election season. That's all that is. Ricky? Uh, I agree 100%. I think she's pandering for votes. I think it's sad that it takes a pandemic for them to finally get their butts in gear and fake, fake care. Um I also agree with the the with the idea that 
criminals are not going to follow the law. I mean, I think it's funny that she's pleading with criminals to follow the law. <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the criminals are. You That's know, all it takes. So we don't, I hope we noticed centuries ago. Maybe we could discover the criminals a long time ago. Please don't. Right? Say it. it wouldn't have helped a long time ago. That, that Next time we get a gunpoint in my face, I'm, please don't shoot me. Please. It's, it's against the law. You can't do that here. <laughs> please, please stop. Please stop. Please, you. please don't take my money. Like, no, leave me alone. Sad, <laughs> you know, um, but guns, guns don't kill people. People kill people. And I agree with you. I think there's a problem with the school system, the education system. We need to help in that, those areas. We need to help with the family unit, make sure these kids are raised well, as well as they possibly can be. It's a culture issue as well. But um, yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, very much so, guys. I think that's a great place to stop. Everyone who tuned in, thanks for listening. Make sure that you just stay calm out there. Get what you need. Don't go crazy. We're all going to make it through this. Um, we're going to tell you where to find everybody on social media. We're going to go around the screen. So, Gabe, I'm going to ask you first. Tell people where they can find you online. Yeah. So, if you are on Instagram and on Twitter, uh, Instagram is Baron.Montalvo. Uh, Twitter is Baron underscore uh, Montalvo. Or if you're on Facebook, Gabriel E. Montalvo. And just a quick plug in. I co-host a TV show called Talking GOP, and you can see um, the host actually interview Evan in one of our episodes. It is a new show that we're doing, uh, an hour-long format, so please check that out. And if you want to join the Republican National Hispanic Assembly, uh, look up RNHA uh, New York, uh, RNHA underscore New York on Instagram, and connect with, with us there. Thanks. Chris? Uh, Instagram and Twitter, you can find me the same uh, hashtag it's Chris Wright in New York, and that's I N. So it's my first name, Chris. My last name, Wright, W R I G H T I N N Y, and I'll pop up on both of those feeds. You can find me, Christopher Wright, on YouTube and Facebook. If you just put Christopher Wright on either one of those formats, you'll see me pop up. Um, and you can find me on. Let me see, that's really the last one out. Uh, on my webpage, uh, ChristopherWrightNYC.com, and that's just NYC's initials.com, uh, and Conservative Republican Alliance, the CRA. You can find that on Facebook and on Twitter uh, at Conservative uh, CRA New York. You'll pop up with the Conservative Republican Alliance. So that's my group for conservatives in the city. Ricky? You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Ricky Rebel Rocks. On YouTube, I am Ricky Rebel TV. I go live every Tuesday, hashtag Tuesdays with Rebel. And uh, I have a new political show that's going to be coming out called Red, White, and You on Brandon TV. That's a good name. And, it is I like it. I like <laughs> it. I'm going to be the, uh, the red side, and this other guy's going to be the blue side, all from an LGBT kind of perspective. It's, it's pretty interesting. Nice. Cool. And... Um, and also, oh, I have a new song. It's called Sheep. So I'd like if you could uh, look that up on YouTube, Ricky Rebel Sheep, and share. Thank you. All right, guys, make sure you follow us at Get Red Pilled NY. Make sure you follow Tack. Yes, I do not let him talk. All right, everyone knows that. At Solomon Tack, that's two A's and a C. There is There's no, no C, K. There's no K in Tack. There's never okay. been a K. Okay, that's <laughs> not how you spell Tack. Everyone knows it. All right. Uh, make sure you follow <laughs> us on Facebook at Empire State Conservatives on all podcast platforms at Empire State Conservatives Podcast. 
Remember, every time you listen, you get a little bit of money. And that number is, keeps going up. So thank you to everyone who is listening on podcast platforms. And if you would like to support us and actually get something out of it, please, please, please visit our store, EmpireStakeAndServeNetwork.com slash store. We have my hat. We have tax hat. We have all the shirts that I wear, sometimes the shirt that tax wear. If you looked at Chris's and Ricky's Instagrams, you've seen them wearing our shirts. They are the greatest shirts ever made and designed by the smartest human who ever exist. Me. So, guys, for that, wash your hands and don't let fear take your freedom. Absolutely.